Well, hello, friend, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. I'll tell you what, I just love this life and this truth of my father that he's given me. It's the best thing ever. I don't know how to explain that except to just talk about the truth of that Jesus because that's what he showed me. I've been out in the yard for a couple hours sitting here and just talking to the Holy Spirit. Well, it gave me back that truth and love that I needed. I'm just enjoying the eternal moment of now because that's the only place I exist. And I'm here to talk about the love of Christ. And I don't expect anyone to believe anything I say to tell you the truth. But that's what my father showed me is that, well, that's because that's what that Jesus said. He said nobody will believe. <clears throat> but that Jesus is the most important thing in my life. But it's really not because my father is and because my father is, the Holy Spirit is. So they're actually the most three important things in their life, even though they're really nothing but one thing altogether. But the message he's given me to give to you is that, well, guess what? You're part of that, too. You're part of that divinity. My father loves all of his children equally. It just appears that he loves some more than others because, well, some love him more than they love themselves, and that's when you come to see the truth of who my father is. <clears throat> you can't have that truth until you want to choose it for yourself, and that's what Jesus did. He came to lay down a truth that we could find in that Jesus is the blueprint to the kingdom. doesn't matter whether other people understand it. The only question is, do you want to? Because when you choose this kingdom, even though you're going to get it, Others will say, you, well, that you can't have it. But the only way to get it is this Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the bridge to the kingdom. But you can't choose it unless you're willing to give up what it is you have and take what it is my Father has for you. And I can't tell you what it is he has for you, but I can tell you it's better than what you have already. That's what I've been learning. And every time I turn from this thought of the Holy Spirit, I end up with, well, with what I am without him, and that's just uh, nothing at all. <clears throat> Jesus said that we had to come like little children, and I'll tell you what, I've been swelled up with great joy out there because I don't have a clue on what my future looks like, because that's the gift I'm giving my Father. You see, my past was created by me because I kept creating it from my past. I kept believing I was one thing because I used to be another. And it turns out that that's just one big lie. But as long as you have to be what you were, you can't be what you are. And you can't be what you are in the future. You can only be it now. And Jesus told you that. And that's what he said because that's what he meant. He said, did you have to be like that if you didn't come like a little child, you'd by no means receive the kingdom. Well, that's what he was talking about. And he also said it when he said that to be his disciple, you had to even hate yourself. <clears throat> and to hate yourself is to hate your own selfishness. And I do hate my own selfishness. However, I love myself because I love my father. 
And the only way to love him is to love me and you. And if I judge you or me, well, then I judge my father for it. So I can't judge anyone without being judged. Yet it's not his judgment, it's mine. Jesus told you that, well, the father didn't judge. He gave him the right to judge, and he judged everyone not guilty except for those that chose to be self-righteous in God because, well, they were abiding in the law, and therefore they thought they were more, but because they were more, they couldn't be less. And Jesus told you that if you want this kingdom, you have to be less. And that's what I've come to see is that every truth I ever had was just another lie. There is one truth that is absolute in its entirety, and that is God is. Because he is, we are. Because we are, he is. Because if it was still in the beginning there was only God, there would be nothing except the thought it had about itself. And I don't know how to explain that to folks. But Jesus told us that, and the Holy Spirit will give it to you if you become willing to die in order to live. However, you have to make that choice. My Father can't make it for you unless you make it for yourself. And Well, that takes faith, and faith takes a rock, and that Jesus was the rock that you needed. But don't look at the whole Bible. Just look at that Jesus. If you believe that he was in the Father, and the Father was in him, and that my father elevated him to the status of God's son. And you need to really look and see what he said, because in that message is where you'll find the truth to who you are. Because I'm telling you, you're even more than you know. Jesus told you to hang all the laws and the prophets on only two commandments, and one was like the other. One's like the other because my father is of spirit and his spirit is in all things, including your neighbor. Whether you love your neighbor or hate your neighbor, that doesn't make them any less in the spirit of my father. <clears throat> and if they've chose that thought of Satan, I'm sure they've given you reason to hate them. But that that's for the world. The world is to do that, not us, not those that chose this love of Christ, because, well, in that message, completes your path to the kingdom. But you have to find it because you have to, you have to continue to find faith until you have enough faith to stand on. And friend, you can't have a little faith when you're just giving God a little bit. If you want more faith, you have to give God more, and the only way to give God more is to give more to this thought of the love of Christ. Because, well, Jesus is the thought of the Father manifested into the world. But the Father's even greater than the Son. Jesus told you that. So even though he was in the Father and the Father was in him and he everything that was his was my Father's and everything that my Father's was his, my father is still even greater than the son. <clears throat> the son is like the thought he had about himself. Except you're the thought he had about himself too. And if you choose him, he'll choose you. And the more you give, the more you'll receive. But it won't make you more, it'll make you less. And the less you become, the more you'll want to be for the father so that he can be more for you 
because I'll tell you what, I found no greater joy than just knowing my father's going to do what it is that I need done in my life. And he showed me that over and over in different ways. And the more he's done it, the more truth it becomes. Until this point, I just know that it doesn't even matter what happens in my life or where I end up, that I'm doing it for him and he's doing it for me. And I'm giving him the greatest experience of love I can. And that's all that he really wanted. So therefore, I have to be like that firstborn. And that's what that firstborn son said. And you keep me hearing me say firstborn, not the only begotten son, because, well, that's only begotten meant the only one born of the spirit. That doesn't mean he was my, only my father's only child. Every one of the people on this planet is the thought of my father. In him is the light, and therefore, in all men, there is a light problem is that we get lost in this darkness and when we can't find our own way out well we blame everybody else for it the truth of the matter is the thoughts we choose are the ones we have and if we want to choose a greater thought then we have to choose the thought of this holy spirit we have to believe that he can give us a greater thought however he can't do that if you don't know that jesus because Jesus is the one who told you that you were in the Father and the Father's in you, but he said it in a secret way so that you wouldn't see it, even though you've seen it all along. But what happens is people get reading that Bible and they don't get to reading Jesus. And if Jesus was the manifestation of God, there's no purpose in reading anything except for what it is he said. He gave you every commandment you needed to get to the kingdom. You don't need to know Moses. You need to know Jesus. However, if you don't want my father's kingdom, then you've chosen this one. And though this has been a worthy kingdom to have because it is my father's, even though it's ours, well, we've made choices that he's going to have to correct. And when he corrects them, you're going to think for sure that he's angry. But it's not about anger. It's about, well, hitting the restart button. And so my father isn't angry about anything but you're going to sure think he is. And it's really right that you think so if you're not willing to fall in alignment with what the love of Christ was about, because every time you cause suffering for another, you cause it for my father, even though you don't cause it for him at all. Both are true and therefore neither are. So I keep telling you all these truths, but all these truths are just one more lie. It all boils down to, God said to Moses, I am that I am. And that's all you need to understand. That is the absolute truth of it all. However, because he is, he created us. And we are for him so that he may be for himself. And even though he's for himself, he's for you. And you're like the thought he had about himself, except he gave you another thought so that you could choose which one you wanted. And the one you choose is the one you have. And if you choose this thought of Satan, which is the thought of selfishness, then you end up in fear. And before Jesus, you wouldn't have been able to know that. But any man that chooses to get to know this love of Christ and makes his life about this Jesus, it's not that you're making about Jesus. Friend, I love Jesus because he's my firstborn son, but he's my brother. I'm the prodigal son. And therefore, I'm not sitting here glorifying the son. I'm glorifying the father. The first came to be glorified by the father, and I've come to glorify my father, not the son. Yet I'm telling you, you can't know the 
Father, until you come to know the Son. But Jesus himself said that, why do you call me good? Only one is good, and that is God. And therefore, in the end, my Father is even greater, because my Father is everything, and therefore we are nothing. And Jesus knew that about himself, and that's why he called himself the least among you. That means to be better than no one. He knew that if he judged any one of you, he judged himself. What he spoke was the truth of love and the love of truth. And just like sometimes I speak about self-righteous Christians, he talked about Pharisees. And both of those things are true. That because, well, they declared themselves righteous and then not done what Jesus asked, they're not going to receive my father's kingdom. They're going to go to, at the end of the age, he's going to say, I don't know you because you chose not to know me. So if you want to know this Jesus, then you need to read what he said and read. And if you get to know him well, you will get to discern the spirit and the spirit of God is within you and it will lead you down a path and take you to a place where you will find great joy. But the only way to find it is to give it to another. If you think you're going to get it for you and not give it to anyone else, you've already lost it because you never gained it. Everything Jesus told you was so that you would come to understand that love is the purpose of the world. And the only way to get it for yourself is to give it to another. And the more you give, the more you receive. And the more you receive, the more you have. But what he was talking about receiving was love. He wasn't talking about receiving more of this gold and money. That has no meaning. The only thing that has meaning to my father is the love that he receives from you. He gives you all the other things as gifts, yet you also give it to yourself. You have far more creative power than you give yourself credit for, except for the fact is that it's really not yours, it's his, but he gives it to you to use for yourself so that you may choose what it is you want. And that which you choose is what you end up with. So when we wake up in the morning and say our life sucks, well, my father makes sure that we get the experience of our life sucking because that is what we chose. But I'll tell you what, if you get to know this Jesus the way he told you to, you won't want to do that. And you will believe that my father will give you something different. And because you believe he'll give you a new thought, a new thought will be received and a new thought given. Because he gives it to you, then you have to give it to another. And if you don't give it to another, even what you've had will be taken away. Jesus said that. So how many people want to receive everything from God, yet give nothing for it? He told you that to be the greatest in the kingdom, you have to become the least. That's what he was talking about when he said a slave doll. Back then, slavery was a regular thing. But now it would just be a servant, because as you see, that well, there is no, my father doesn't have to do anything. He chooses to do it because he wants to, because he loves you, because he loves him. Because all he loves all of himself, he loves all of you. Because he loves all of you, he loves all of himself. Even though he hates himself in you when you hate others. But that's right. He created that thought of Satan so that you could be what you aren't, so that you could choose what is, and what is is the love of my father. What isn't is that thought of Satan. But if you choose it, he'll choose it for you because that's what you chose for yourself. 
So even though I tell you you choose it for yourself, you really choose nothing because it is the Father that chooses all things for us. And because he chooses it for us, then we choose it for ourselves. The problem is we keep thinking that we're getting God's will or that God has a will separate than our own. But that's not the truth, even though it's true all the while. And that is my Father's will is your will. And if you want his will, then you have to give your will up. That is, give up your selfishness. And you can't do it in one big giant step, friend. I've been trying to do this for years, messing it up, and I didn't have the fear of God, so I kept not seeing the truth of who I was and what it is that would truly bring me peace. So I kept straying from the path because I didn't see what I was doing, even though I saw what I was doing all along. Some things are hard to explain. But if you look at your life, friend, you're going to find that, well, you probably are the same way I am. We say we don't want something, yet we declare it with our mouths because it's in our heart. And so what I've learned is that I have to declare the truth of who I am, and that is I'm the son of my father. Now, I can't do that at work. and Well, I live two separate lives now, even though they're both the same. Because at work, I have to be one thing, and well, the rest of the time, I have to be something different, even though I'm both, I'm neither, because it's my father that's being both of these things for me, because I don't know what to be for myself. And every time I choose to be it for myself without him, I end up finding suffering through this selfishness and fear. I just don't want it anymore. What I really want in my life is what it is my father showed me I can have. And that is that if I come to him as a little child, that I will receive this joy and he will make my life work. The problem is everyone else around tells me that you can't hear the Holy Spirit and God doesn't talk to his children. And that's just a lie. And Jesus told you that. And you can discern this spirit because this spirit is a thought in your mind. If you receive Jesus, you receive the thought of the Holy Spirit. However, you can't receive it in its entirety unless you know Jesus in his entirety. He told you, get to know me, get to know me well. You can't get to know him by believing that he died on the cross and then ignore him and go once a week and eat bread and grape juice. That doesn't work. <clears throat> that was a representation of you eating his body and his flesh. Well, what he was was the word. His flesh is the word. And the word is the word of God. He is the breath of God. So I'm saying that if you want to know my father in heaven, which isn't in heaven, but in everywhere, because everywhere is nowhere. I can't explain to you what it is he's shown me. But he exists there and here. He's both and neither. He's everything and nothing. And therefore, it doesn't even matter except for what matters to him. And what matters to him is what should matter to us. And that is love. So if you want to know this Jesus, then you want to know love. If you don't want to know love and forgiveness, then you don't want to know Jesus. You just wanted not to go to an eternal hell to suffer for eternity. Because you still think my father's angry at himself for being angry at us. Which if you went and did what Jesus asked and you really paid attention. And even if you believe in that whole Bible, then in the beginning it said that God knew the end in the beginning. So that means even before he put that fruit in the garden, he knew that Adam and Eve were going to get, were going to eat it. So could my father really be angry at his children for eating the fruit that he put in the garden? 
This thought of Satan has no power over you. He told you that, except for the power we give it. And the power we give it is the power it has. And we can't take the power from the thought of Satan unless we give it to the thought of Christ. And then he takes it from us so that we can have something better. And even though he takes it from me all the time, I'm still in this practice stage where I just keep turning back and keep asking for forgiveness and he keeps giving it. And then I go right back to being what it is I am for him, even though I'm nothing at all because it's him being what he is for himself. And because I'm talking about Jesus, mostly Christians are going to listen to this and to tell you the truth, none of them want to buy into this because that means you'd have to uh, choose what I choose in order to receive the kingdom I have. But Jesus told you that kingdom isn't found in your death, it's found in your life. It doesn't matter whether you're perfect. My father was never after perfection, he was after love. The purpose of the world is to come to know love by experience. He chose you to know yourself separate from him so that he could know himself through you. And this is the only purpose this world has. Yet he's allowed us to give it any purpose we want so that he, we could choose him. And because when we choose him, we choose ourselves. But we didn't know that. We thought that when we chose him, we weren't choosing ourselves. But I'm telling you that if you want to know the best in you, come to know the best in him. And though you thought you were one thing, you'll find yourself another. And even though you're both, you'll still be neither. And you'll come to see that this love of Christ is the best thing that there ever was, will ever be, and actually is the only thing that ever was or will ever be. This thought of Satan has no power because it really doesn't exist except for in creation. Its purpose is to give you a choice. Your choice is free will. Do you choose separation from the only love that created you or not? But that Jesus told you how to go down this path. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to mess it up the whole while. So that's the part here that if you hear nothing else, hear this. The Holy Spirit is the thought of love and forgiveness. And if that's the path you want, then you choose that path. But it's going to ask you to do things and be things for people. And if you don't willing to give more, then you'll end up with less. And that's just the way this works, except when it doesn't. Because like I told you, there's just no truth except the truth you have about the one you choose. And the one you choose is the one you have. But if you want to choose my father's truth, he'll choose it for you. But to give... To take his, you got to give up yours, and he'll take every truth from you and give you a new one. Even though you have a new one, you'll have none at all. That's the way this works. My father's going to take it all because the only way for you to be in this world not of it is for him to take all those truths because the moment you become right, someone else is wrong, and when they're wrong, you're no longer right. And therefore, even though everything I say is true, it's just another lie because my father is the love I seek. And therefore, there is no other truth for me anymore except for that. And I don't know how to get down this path. And if I look into the future, that's where my thought of Satan tells me I'm going to mess this all up. But in this eternal moment of now is where this thought of Christ exists. This is the only place to receive it. Jesus told you like a child, and that's what he meant. And he also said it again when he said about you have to be like the birds of the air and the lilies of the field. Just trust my father is going to do for you what you cannot do for yourself and let him make the plans for you so that you're not having to make them for them yourself. Because I'll tell you what's happened is the more I let him to decide what it is that goes on, even if it goes wrong, it still goes right because I'm looking for the purpose it has instead of the, the thinking that I did something wrong. 
if I'm following this Holy Spirit and I make a decision and it ends up being wrong and I did my best to give my thoughts to my father and these are the thoughts that he gave to me, well, then even when I'm wrong, I'm still right. And that's why I stay on doing this message, because I know that it doesn't matter whether the world thinks I'm wrong or right. Jesus told you that if you come to know him, they'd hate you for it. Friend, he wasn't just talking about people that don't believe in God. They could care less, really. It's the people that think that they proclaim self-righteousness. They're going to be the ones that are going to hate you. Because if you come to know the truth of love and the love of truth, you're going to give everything and ask nothing for it. And when my father gives it to you, you're going to have it. Because you have it, you're going to give it because that's what my father's going to ask. But even though I say that's the truth, it's just another lie because he might give it to you a different way, friend. My father has a purpose for each one of us. But this is the truth that I have to follow because this is the one my father gives me through this Holy Spirit. And therefore, if I don't speak the truth, the love and the love of truth, well, then he'll take what he's given. And when he takes it from me, I won't have it from myself. And because I don't have it, I won't have it to give, but I won't have it to receive. Because he only gives so that we can give to another and we give it to another. We'll get more for ourselves. And that's the way this works. Jesus talked about that. And when it comes to the forgiveness, he talked about that. When he talked about that, that the servant went to his master and asked it for forgiveness and when he received it he went back out and then he held another servant accountable and then the master pulled him back and said you wicked servant i gave you forgiveness and you gave nothing in return so understand that if you don't give forgiveness you don't receive it and that's what jesus said this isn't about believing jesus died on the cross for you and being done with it because that isn't what jesus said and if jesus is the breath of god the word of god then the only thing you need to worry about is what that Jesus said. Stop listening to what everybody else told you because they can't give you the Holy Spirit. They can only keep you from receiving it. I'm telling you, I'm, I've been to many a church, and I never found any of them find talking too much of the whole truth because the whole truth is too great to be held by a man. Only my father can hold it for himself. The truth I have isn't mine, and every time I turn from it, he takes it from me, and when he takes it from me, I suffer. I don't know how to explain this to you, but it's not him making me suffer. It's me choosing to suffer for myself because I get afraid if I look into the future and I see that because I've declared myself the Son of God, the prodigal son, and that I talk to the Holy Spirit, that the world will condemn me for it. But my father said that, Jesus told me that I was going to be condemned, and therefore, he will receive me whether you condemn me or not. So therefore, the question is, who do I want to serve, my father or my thought of Satan? I want to serve my father, which is the thought of love and the thought of forgiveness and the thought of this eternal moment of now. Hell is eternity, friend, and until you choose to get out of it, it's yours to have. But if you're not in need of a doctor, then you won't listen to a word I say because, well, you don't need a greater truth. You think you've got what it is you want. But you'll know whether you have what it is you want by what it is you give to another. Because you might have had much in this world, but if you gave, if you had everything and gave not much for it, well, then you're not going to receive much in return. And, well, you're going to get to have the experience that you gave to another. And my father told you that through that firstborn Jesus. He said it over and over again. He said, getting a camel through the, or getting a 
rich man into the kingdom is like getting a camel through the eye of a needle. And a friend, I've seen a camel go through the eye of a needle because one of the people that were the greatest saviors in my life saved me because that Jesus saved him. So I'm not telling you that money's evil, but a man that puts money before his thought of the love of Christ, well, he becomes evil because evil is selfishness. And it doesn't matter whether it's a little or a lot. It just is what it is. And my father will allow you to have exactly what you need to accomplish the task that he has for you. But you have to choose it for him so that he can choose it for you. And even though what I say makes complete sense, it makes no sense at all. It just depends on where you come from and what it is you know about my father. So if you choose my father, my father's going to choose you because I've chose him. He's chosen me. And. I just keep coming even though I mess it all up because the only thing I need to know is love, forgive, love, forgive, love, forgive. That's what I need to know. And the truth is I can't go unless my father takes me because that's what Jesus said. Jesus said, of mine itself I am nothing. It is the father that doeth my works. Not even the words I speak are on my behalf, but on the father who sent me. And now if I don't declare it for him, then he doesn't declare it for me. And therefore, I declare it for him so that he can declare it for me because I just don't want what this world has to offer unless it comes through him. And what he gives to me is what is mine. And what he gives to me is only to give to another because that's the purpose, to become this love that my father chooses for himself. And the only way to choose him is to choose it. And the only way to choose it is to choose it for yourself. And that Jesus is the blueprint to the kingdom. He might be the firstborn, which means that anybody that chooses him can choose this kingdom. But it's a choice you have to make. My father won't make it for you. And every time you turn, well, then he turns from you. Well, friend, I'm down to second. So I love you because my father loves you. So may God bless you and yours.